It's time now for the complete story with Evan Fowler, a public news and information feature of BOT Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Evan Fowler with today's complete story. Good afternoon. Welcome to this uh, special complete story. This is uh, being heard by all of our Kansas listeners across the beautiful state of Kansas. And today, we're going to be talking about the uh, this thing called an election that's coming up in about a week. The purpose of this conversation is to provide, uh, as a public service, information about some of the races and about some of the principles that are important in this race. And my guest today is Mary Kay Culp, longtime friend, and she's with Kansans for Life, as many of you know. Mary Kay, good to have you. Great to be here. You just kind of rolled in today in the snow, and uh, what do you think? Well, there's there's something big going on next Tuesday, and I I thought thought perhaps uh, it's just roll over right well uh, as probably most of our listeners can guess we're going to be talking about the life issue we talk about the life issue a lot here on bot radio network and that's because it is the number one important issue to talk about with respect to uh particularly with respect to elections and you know i think most folks have an idea of the complete divergence between the parties the democrat and republican parties now there are other parties there are some other candidates running in different races uh, you know i think the green party and i'm not sure who all it, in terms of the presidential race there are some other folks that are running but they are really inconsequential as has been the case perhaps uh since ross perot mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> got 20 some percent but right you know running as some kind of an independent but uh, really all the uh the other uh, parties are really as i said inconsequential because They'll pull maybe a one or a two or a three percent here and there, but we need to focus on the, the two major parties. We need to look at their platforms, and for those who are not familiar with the platforms, you really uh, should take time and read them. And with respect to so many important issues, so many biblical issues, um, they are as different as day and night, as black and white. And the life issue is preeminent among those where the differences occur. So we're going to be talking about some of the different races across the state, uh, the national race, of course, for president. Um, I think I want to, Koi, our producer, I want to have you get ready to roll a clip here. Uh, Probably the majority of our listeners are evangelicals, Protestants. Uh, This is a priest who who is delivering a message that's good for all of us to hear. I want I want to play this. It's about a four minute clip. And uh, then we will talk about that, and then we'll go on from there. Quite go ahead and roll that. There's been way too much consistency on the abject failure of shepherds of the church to tell the people the truth. You can't be Catholic and vote for a Democrat that supports the murder of babies. And you know, the DNC chairman, Perez is his name, he's the one that said, you can't be Democrat and be pro-life. Well, okay, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. You just made my job really easy. If Biden wins, I blame the majority of Catholic bishops who have not spoken up as they have a duty to speak up. It is their fault and the blood of every baby thereafter is on their hands, on their bishop's hands, the blood of the babies. Oh, we gotta worry about immigration. 10,000 babies are gonna be murdered this Saturday. Don't talk to me about immigration. There are 37,500 priests in this United States. 37,500 should speak up and say, you can't be Catholic and, be, and vote Democrat. 
And there's 250 some active bishops in the US, there's another 150 or so or more, 200 that are retired. Every single one of them should be standing up and saying, can't be Catholic and vote for a Democrat. You can be whatever you wanna be, but quit calling yourself Catholic because you're an imposter, you're masquerading as a Catholic, you're not Catholic. Catholic means something, it means you stand up for our babies. The USCC uh, voter guide, so they have like 47 issues. They, they just made stuff up. They'll take one area and they'll give it like six subsets, right? Because they hope at the end, and I saw this with my own eyes, at the end they had a tally, something like, I don't know, 30 Biden's good on 30 of them. Trump's only good on like seven of them. So vote for Biden is the issue, right? That's what they're trying to do. Except that the three big issues, the intrinsic evils, all this other stuff, good to talk about. You can still be Catholic and, and you know, debate on either side of the issues. But on the three intrinsic evils, always and everywhere, evil from the bowels of hell. It even, it, it actually did say, Biden is wrong, Trump is right. Done. That's all the inquiry you need to know. You want to form your conscience, you want it, you better have a well-formed conscience when you walk into that booth. You better know what you're doing because our, it is material cooperation. Because if we didn't think it mattered, we wouldn't vote in the first place, but we do think it matters. And God knows it, God knows it matters. And you know, I, I said you can't be Catholic and be, and vote Democrat. You can't be Christian either, because those are Christ's babies. Somebody sent a picture of, they were uh, rescuing babies out of the dumpster that had been aborted. I mean, we're talking f full babies. There's no group of cells here, we're talking babies, corpses of babies that people like Biden, Cuomo, Pelosi, they all think it's perfectly okay. Kamala Harris, and it, the picture is awful to look at. It wasn't, they weren't chopped up. They were full babies that were, that were just killed. Uh, to look at them and see, these are God's children. If I did that to one, I'd be a monster. If you think there's any issue more important than the babies, yeah, well, good luck with that one on Judgment Day. So do the right thing. And you know, all things, seek ye first the, the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all things will follow. What is righteous is saving those babies' lives. As you're coming to the election, if you think there's something more important than that garbage, that big plastic garbage bag full of corpses of babies, you are unhuman. You know, uh, you are diabolical. You are evil beyond measurement. That's Father James Altman. Um, you know, some people might say that that sounds political, but, you know, we're beyond political. Uh, we're talking about life here. Mary Kay, your thoughts about what we just heard. Well, I do think that um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of priests and a lot of pastors who've been intimidated by this idea that if they mention this issue that the IRS is going to show up at their front door, which I don't think has ever really happened. No. And so... Um, and he's telling it like it is. And it's hard for a lot of people to hear, but that's what he's doing. But to be honest, a lot of people do believe that, you know, if they're a pastor or a priest, that they, that they, that they, and they don't, and it, they don't want to have to call all the lawyers if they get up at the pulpit and say something. But um, certainly they can talk about, they can compare candidates to each other. Sure. That's perfectly legal and do that. So I'm hoping that some people take them up on that and uh and we'll see but we are like i'm with the well 
I'm with Kansans for Life. We're the state affiliate of the National Right to Life Committee. It was actually formed by the Catholic bishops and prominent Protestant clergymen so that we could be in the public square, that we could get involved in these issues without there being any question about if that's okay with the IRS or whatever. And so anyway, we've done things like uh, in the National Right to Life Committee, uh, we're just like them. They have a education arm. They have a arm for passing laws in your state capital and in the federal capital, and they have an arm to get involved in politics when it comes up. And so that's what we're involved with this year is politics. And so we spent months and months and months looking at the candidates in Kansas, and then we meet, and then we meet again, and we were so tired of Zoom meetings, we could die, and then yeah. we come up <laughs> as everybody is. And it's so nice to see you, you know, a in three-dimensional person. person. Yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we're close to uh, socially distanced as far as I'm concerned. That's right. That's right. And so, and so what, what we end up with is an uh, endorsement list. And so, which can be found on, uh, we have a separate website for this even, the KFL PAC, P-A-C, not P-A-C-K, KFLPAC.org, where you can get a by-county list in Kansas, or you can get, which gets a little hard in Johnson and, and, uh, you know, Topeka Mm -hmm. and Wichita because there's a lot of candidates. So, but what you do is you look up your sample ballot, find out who's going to be on your ballot, and then take those bigger county ballots with a highlighter and you know and put now we also mail a zillion to people's homes that are specific to their address and so it's really quite an undertaking oh, yeah, and I and imagine. we won so big in the primary that it is unbelievable and so i just the whole reason i'm here today is to remind people to vote vote yep. vote and vote yep well you know vote. and you hear you hear so many stories about even the last election where there were so many christians who did not vote they you know, perhaps they were offended by uh, Donald Trump's persona, personality, his past. And uh, so they just said, well, I'm not going to vote. And, I, you know, I've heard people talk about that. But the but I think it's our responsibility to vote as believers, as Christians, as Catholics. We've got to get out and be part of the process or we can complain about nothing when it all goes down the tubes. That's right. And there's even more than my issue than the abortion issue going down the yes. tubes. And I, I oh, mean, yeah. I think everybody's pretty well, well aware of that. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to tell people something to be aware of. So um, something was set out like in April or May last year in Kansas where you had two applications to get a ballot sent to you in the mail right before the primary and right before the general. And there ended up being an extra 100,000 people that voted in the primary this year, which I think is kind of kind of good news because we won so big in the primary. I'm thinking maybe those lazy people that didn't usually vote, you know, they used that, came right into their house where they could write and get a ballot. Maybe those were our people. I don't know. But here's what I want to warn people about. So um, last week, my husband and I got our ballots mailed to us in two separate envelopes. Well, I open it up, put the contents on the table, throw the envelopes away, not realizing that the blue envelope inside that you end up sending your ballot back in has my name on one of it and his name on the other in the tiniest font you've ever seen in your life. So I have him filling out his sign and putting a signature on what turned out to be my envelope. So read carefully is what you're saying. Read very carefully. Find your name on the blue envelope. And so um, now I have to vote a provisional ballot, which will be eventually counted, but I don't get to, you know, go. If I show up to vote, they're going to say, oh, you're already down as someone who got a ballot. Where's your ballot? And I have to explain all this. Um, 
I actually know the Secretary of State, yeah. so I had him call me, and he said, just call him up and tell him, but yes, it will be provisional, but it'll be okay, and blah, blah. So yeah. I want people to be aware of that. So, you know, I think most uh, most people probably know who they're going to vote for, for, you know, the for president, right. I w- would assume. Yes. If you have any questions about that, you you know, uh, you can go to kflpac.org. Right. But then you'll also find information about the down-ballot uh, offices as yes. well, and, and, and that's important to know. You know, I find that I have to study – I, I print out a sample ballot, and I live on the Missouri side, because there's a lot of stuff on there. You know, you assume, well, this is going to be president, vice president, uh, U.S. Senate, uh, Congress, but – Oftentimes, there's a lot of other stuff on there, and, and that stuff is important. We've got an amendment, for instance, on the Missouri side, Amendment 3, uh, that's a very confusing kind of a thing. Uh, and there are other offices, and some of them are specific to where you live in the state of Kansas, so you right. need to know. most of them. Yeah, so yeah. it gives you an opportunity to study up before you go in there so you can right. you can vote informed. And then if you see something on the the kflpac.org uh, uh, list, you know, in terms of, of offices – and you want to do more research, it gives you the opportunity to do that. So here we're a week out from the election. you got plenty of time to do that. This is true. And um, we are sending another round of postcards we sent last week that I'm talking we send to several hundred thousand around the state. And these are the address-specific ones. And then we have the county ones online, and we, we hand those out. We do an awful lot to get people educated. And I have to tell you, when I first heard about Trump, I, my, my husband said, oh, I kind of like this guy. And I go, you do? And, of course, now I, I so admire him for doing the right thing. He has totally done the right thing when it comes to the babies. He's helping to defund Planned Parenthood. He signs pro-life bills. And look who he's just putting on the, the United States Supreme yep. Court. Today, as we speak, they are voting on that. Yeah, and, 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 and uh, keep in mind, this is we're recording on Monday. So last night, right, <laughs> we're yes. speaking the present yeah, tense. Yes, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. So at this point, we don't know how the vote's going to go. We, we're hopeful and we can assume that it that she will be confirmed. Yes, because we have several extra Republicans right now. And actually, we have three extra Republicans, but two of them are not pro-life. One has said she will go ahead and vote for Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have two bad ones, Alaska and Maine. Yeah, right? Murkowski and And then we uh, have, I don't forget who the third good one, the one good one is. And luckily, you have your vice president that can... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, you yeah, know, vote during the, a tie. Break the tie. Break the tie. Yeah. yeah. So, but here's why this is important. Here in Kansas, we have a race that is way too close than it should be. Okay, so we're, not, about we're talking US about U.S. Senate. Senate. Right. right. Okay. And so the last person we should, in our opinion, that should ever be sent to vote on United States Supreme Court nominees is Barbara Bouillet, the Democratic candidate for that office, who was a Republican until a few years ago and who has like a 100% pro-abortion voting record in Topeka, even though she tried to say it as a debate last Thursday night, well, I'm for these I'm for these bills that, you know, that protect women and give them more information, which is, I'm sorry, it's a lie. And she said she's for parental consent as long as it had something in there that only the mom had to sign under certain circumstances. And it already has that in there. Yeah, and the, so, the parental consent yes. requirements in Kansas already have protections for some of the uh, the, the wild-eyed things, apparently, right. that she had exactly. brought up. Right, right. exactly. And so um, Mike Mahoney interviewed about it from ABC affiliate here at Channel 9. Yeah. And he said, I said, she either didn't read the bill, which is her responsibility, by the way, or she's lying. And he said, what do you think? And I said, well, I think she's lying. I know her. I know who she is. She didn't just vote 
for abortion, she would get up in front of the whole body when she was in the House and when she was in the state Senate and cheerlead. And then she, speaking of the Catholic Church, she insulted the Catholic Church during an argument about whether or not Christian-based adoption agencies could have their own standards when they decided who could mm-hmm. adopt and not adopt. Yeah, in terms of type couples, uh, and this gets into the issue of what, same-sex couples? Uh, True, which is really not, we don't take a position, we like to stay on our own issue, right, but right. it's an adoption issue. Sure it is. And that's very tied to abortion. And so we have every right to, to weigh in on that. Mm-hmm. And so, but she also, here's my story I tell about her that I think tells the tale of how in the tank she is for abortion. There was a couple who lost a baby through stillbirth. And they asked the Kansas legislature, could there be a law so that we could at least get a death certificate, something to recognize the baby's presence on this earth mm-hmm. before they died? And they said, sure. And they write up the bill. They refer to the baby as a human child. She fashioned an amendment. She ran an amendment to change the words human child to human product of conception. Oh, my goodness. That is what the abortion clinics refer to unborn babies well, as. How, yeah. How did and, the bill end up, though? It ended up 121 to 1 against her amendment. Guess, guess who was the one person that voted for it? Barbara herself. Oh, of course. And now there's another bill in Kansas. It's also not our issue. I'm not saying we don't care about these issues. I'm just saying it's not our issue. Um and it was so that they were going to raise the penalty for people that did not report child sexual abuse. It passed 123 to 1. So guess who voted against that? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So this is someone that can't Is that ever a problem, say, at Planned Parenthood's? You know, sure it is. You're talking about that issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when Phil Klein was here years ago? That's, yeah. That was his issue to prove that, that there is a... That's been all over the country. They've had problems with that. You know, you have a girl come in, and she's really young, and and, um, and they don't want to ask any questions. They just want to go ahead and give her an abortion, no matter no matter what, no matter how old she is, no matter if there's a 40-year-old bringing in a 15-year-old, you know, that's not her father. And so, whatever. Yeah. yeah so uh, there are some other races. Uh, now, of course, the Senate race in Kansas, this is true. Uh, Pat Roberts is retiring, Right. Right. And so that's that's uh, Roger Marshall is running against Barbara, Barbara Bollier. Bollier. They're both doctors, but yep. she hasn't practiced since the 90s. Mm-hmm. She was an anesthesiologist. He's an OBGYN that has delivered 5,000 babies mm-hmm. in Kansas. Yeah. But he's from Great Bend. He's from the, the western side of the state, so people don't know and him as well. he's currently a United States rep for state Exactly, Kansas. with okay. a perfect pro-life voting record okay. in Washington, D.C. Okay, yeah. good. So uh, that's that one. Let's talk about some of the other ones. You've got a little list here. Well, we have four congressional districts in Kansas. The first one is uh, District 1 is out in western Kansas. They call it the Big First because it goes from Manhattan all the way to the Colorado line. Good grief. I know. Tracy Mann is the one that Casey, uh, the KFL PAC is endorsing. And then the second district makes a great big capital C from Oklahoma to Nebraska around Johnson and Wyandotte County in Kansas City here. It goes over to, uh, to Manhattan. And that is um, uh, Jake LaTurner versus the, um, I'm going to forget her name, Um, Michelle De La Issa, I'm going to say that wrong. Anyway, she is a Topeka mayor and being backed by former Governor Kathleen Sebelius, one of the biggest supporters of abortion So what's Kathleen been doing these days? I don't know. Raising money for this gal, I guess. I don't know what she's been doing, Mm -hmm. but she used to be the head of our... uh, 
what our whole health care plan when it first came out. Yeah. And then it crashed. Remember the whole the internet? I remember crashed. the case yeah. uh-huh, with her name on it. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, and third district, that's the one Wyandotte Johnson County only. And that is Sharice Davis won that. And she was completely, and this is the same with Barbara Bouillet, completely backed by the national abortion groups, one in particular called Emily's List. It's a. Yeah. I mean, millions of dollars from these groups for both Sharice Davids, which is why she won two years ago and why she could win again this time, and Barbara Bouillet also. But Amanda Atkins, Mm -hmm. is she used to be the head of the uh, Republican Party in Kansas. She's an executive with Cerner, which she's taken time off. um, But she's just a wonderful gal. And she, the other day in a debate with Sharice, she brought up the issue of how high the occurrence of abortion is in the black community. And how, I don't know, I didn't hear it myself, so I don't know if she talked about the history of Planned Parenthood putting their offices and their clinics in urban areas. Yes, well, we know that. Yes, we know that. And so anyway, so Amanda Adkins is who um, the Kansas for Life PAC well, is I heard something, there. That, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I heard that there that uh, Adkins was willing to do a number of debates, but there was only, that uh, Davis only consented to do one it's, and is it's that, david and it's, right? it's david, a weird it's a strange david. name is david with yeah. a d and then an s at the end david yeah, gotcha. okay. she hasn't she, when she ran the first time and this time she hardly speaks at all they just have someone that they they you know that they know they can control mm-hmm. and and she has the public spokesperson who's a pretty good speaker but that's not the candidate and she voted wrong on our issue all the so, time so uh, did you watch that debate i did not there was like it was on at the same time as the other debate was on the other night yeah or in that same period of time yeah, yeah it so, might be worth digging digging yeah, that one up because right. i'm sure it's archived somewhere but. that's true and then the fourth anyway. district is in wichita with ron estes mm-hmm. that uh who's running and he's i i'm pretty sure he's going to win but mm-hmm. that doesn't stop the wichita people from voting they are really important in the marshall boyer race wichita is especially important in that race. S- i want to switch topics on here okay. we kind of covered the, the main races in kansas uh value them both where is that Okay. First of all, explain what it is, what it okay. was, and where it's going. We've got about four or five minutes left. Okay. In Kansas, we had banned or or regulated about uh, almost fifty percent of the abortions out, just gone. I mean, just they, they we had laws that passed, and we reduced abortions by almost fifty percent. And what happened was, and let me just do this quickly, okay. When okay. Roe versus Wade came down in 1973, you just promised, in 1973, it came down what they called a strict scrutiny level of review. No state law could go against it without being looked at at the highest level of strict scrutiny. So we couldn't get anything passed. But over the last 45 years, things have changed. And the Supreme Court adopted another level, a looser level of review, the undue burden. As long as it's not mm-hmm. an undue burden to the mother, we can have state laws. We use that because we'd pass laws, they'd get sued, but they were sued sued under the undue burden standard, and we won every one of those lawsuits. Therefore, abortions went down by almost 50%. Our state Supreme Court has now made a ruling that means the strict scrutiny level is back. They are basically saying what's going to happen is if we don't amend the Constitution with the value them both amendment. The Kansas Constitution. The Kansas Constitution. Then they're going to start taking those laws that we won in court back to court and they're going to do it under state law. And this state ruling that our Kansas Supreme Court ruled six to one against us because four of them were put there by Kathleen Sebelius. And they're going to overturn our wins and they're going to disallow our legislature 
to regulate abortion. They said they're going to leave a teeny-weeny window open, but it's real teeny-weeny. So th- well, this last time, this missed by three votes, correct? Four votes. Four. Well, yeah, no, four votes, yeah. Okay, right. four votes. And so, uh, as, as you hear, oftentimes elections have consequences. Is this coming back up again in the next it'll session? Probably be in, it'll probably be in 2022, in a regular election year. All right. But here's what's interesting. Of those four Republicans that voted wrong, three of them heard from so many people that they decided not to run again. The fourth one went ahead and, went ahead and ran in Leawood. That was Kessinger. Yeah, and got defeated. By by I don't even uh, know what by I didn't uh, care as long as he got defeated. Uh, <laughs> and so do Jane, you know? Dur- Jane Dirks. Oh, I thought you meant the number or how many yeah. people. No, oh, no, no, the no, percentage. No. Uh-huh. no, no, no. By Jane Dirks, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now she has to win against the Democrat yep. next Tuesday. That's so right. all these wins we had in the primary don't matter mm-hmm. until we beat the pro-abortion candidates that are going to be and and basically all the so between, Democrat ones in Kansas. Yeah, between now and 2022, if value of them both doesn't come up again, where are we in limbo right now? Nothing's going to happen with these uh, abortion, uh, the restrictions, the I good restrictions? This is my opinion. I doubt they'll take them back to court until we lose the value of them mm-hmm. both amendment pretty solidly. But we're not going to. We're not going to. And we've really got a lot of information out there and a lot of people that care about it. And we have to just keep doing that. But again, we have to we have to win the general election. Winning the primary is just not enough. You have to win the general election. That's next Tuesday. And I don't want you know, I I thought about this ad before. Evan, you're going to laugh when I tell you have an ad that says Kansans for Life doesn't care if you're sitting no, wait a minute. How, if you're sitting, oh, it doesn't care about this issue on election day. If you're sitting on your couch, get off the couch and go vote. And tons of people are voting early. And today, the day people can hear this, is the mm-hmm. last day people can request a, um, a mail-in ballot be sent to them. And uh-huh. they'd have to fill it out right away and get it right back in. Or you can even take it out to the, you know, the yeah. election board on election day. Well, I don't know about you, but so, I, and you've already, you already mentioned that you yeah. had voted, but uh, I'm, I'm going into the polling place on election day that's a good idea and what i heard today is that an awful lot of people that are early voting by mail tend to be more democrats because they tend to be more afraid to vote in person because of the covid although you know some of that's being kind of thrown out the window in some states they're it is yeah by the way we we we're out of time so mary Kay. eben just the last word is go vote next Tuesday or, or get it well, done. Go by to KFLPAC.org. That's P-A-C, K-F-L-P-A-C, PAC.org, and get your county ballot or get your sample ballot, which is available now, and then mark your county ballot. And um, and then we have hundreds of thousands going of them to the mail, people, their, yeah. their address-specific ballot, and let's do this. Let's get it done. All right. It isn't just don't take, you know, there's a presidential election, and that's really important. But when it comes to the United States Senate, we cannot lose our majority there. We don't have a majority in the House. If Let's pretend like we would lose presidency. I don't think we're going to. But if we had, didn't have the president and didn't have the House and then the Senate went Democrat, where are we going to be? Mary Kay, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. the information. All right. Thank All right. you. For Bot Radio Network, this is Evan Fowler. Thanks for listening.